Welcome to the Braving the Waves and Bridging the Gap podcast, stories of unsinkable resilience and resolving stigma. I'm your host, Michaela, and each week we explore stories with young people in our communities. You'll leave with a refreshing take on storytelling that will encourage you to venture deeper into and perhaps share your own story. Thank you so much for listening. That's a step in and of itself and enjoy this week's episode. This week, I spoke with Stephen Sharp Jr., a Brooklyn-based style and wellness content creator. As a proud Afro-Latino, plant father of 20, and a member of the LGBTQ community, Stephen uses his platform to exemplify rest over hustle. It means understanding that prioritizing rest, wellness, and caring for one's mental health is just as important as working hard and achieving success. With this as the cornerstone of his work, he's been able to lend his voice to many mental health initiatives. Through his content work, he's been fortunate to partner with incredibly successful businesses, including Meta, Target, Primark, and more. His ability to meld a brand's priorities and his creative perspective into thoughtful media has allowed him to be a reliable creator, and his authenticity and integrity on his public platform has garnered trust with his online community. In this very fun episode, we reflect on healing, telling the truth of our stories, embracing the soft life, prioritizing rest, and so much more. And before we begin, here's Stephen reading a little bit of his story. I braved the waves when I admitted I'd reached the end of my rope and sought help. And then I realized that my story bridged a gap. By accepting help, I was opening myself to deeper relationship with myself and creating a supportive community around me. So now I share my resilience because I don't want others to suffer the way I did because they were afraid of being vulnerable. I'm unsinkable because I am supported by a community who will always uplift me. And I resolve stigma by speaking truth about what it's like healing from trauma without shame. We are here with Steven and oh, I'm so excited to talk with you. I was just reading your unsinkable interview and looking into some of the other things that you've been working on, um, your Instagram. And I was just like, oh, this is going to be such a good conversation. I'm just very excited to pick your brain. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited too. I feel like a lot has happened since that interview. And yeah, it's like, as you're talking, I'm like, when did we do that? And I was like, whoa, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Well, I would love to start with um, the question that I am hoping to ask all of our podcast guests, um, which is if you could tell your story in six words, what would they be and why? And take your time thinking about it too. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I should have thought about this a little bit. Um, I would say pushing forward, even though it's hard. I've come to realize that a lot of the obstacles in my life, especially early on in my life, I never allowed it to break me. I never allowed it to get to a point that, um, that would affect my future. And I always, I always dreamed of the life that I'm living now. And it sounds insane to say, but I truly like 
when I think back to the dreams that I had as a kid, like I, you know, I wanted to have nice things. I wanted to have a full bank account. I wanted to, you know, have a loving partner. I wanted to live in a nice place. Like, so like, as these things start to flow into my life, like I'm realizing like, these are the things I always wanted. And I worked really hard to get them. So, and just through things that like would crush people. Like I've, I've told, I've told my story to, to, to more people than I can count. And the response is always just like, wow. Okay. Like, okay, you've, yeah, you have earned this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And that's, that's amazing. And, and so just, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, makes me feel happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. glad. Yeah, no, I think, and it's important to, to look back and kind of like see that journey too of this is kind of how I've built myself up to this day and I never gave up no matter, you know, what was thrown at you. And I know a lot of things were, and it's, uh, it's just very, very inspiring. And I am, I'm so glad. <laughs> Amazing. And I'm curious, kind of going a little bit deeper into your story and kind of whatever you're comfortable sharing. Do you think your younger self and maybe teenage versus adulthood would tell your story any differently um, compared to how you've told it thus far? Hmm. I do mean as if like my teenage self was like if I was looking at my life through my teenage eyes or just like where I would where I was as, as a teenager. Let's go. Yeah. Where you were as a kid and a teenager. What how would you tell your story in those moments? Oh, wow. Um, I feel like. I, I think that I would tell my story but it, I don't think it would have been as honest as I can tell my story now. Mm -hmm. um, I think when I was a teenager, there was a lot of shame around the things that I had experienced, that I was experiencing. Um, there are a lot of truths about my life that I didn't want to accept. And when people would ask me about like what my life was, like I took creative liberties <laughs> and you know and what they weren't like blatant lies but you know i change a detail here or there um just to make my life sound more exciting or you know there was always like a narrative to what my story was up until that point yeah but i think now i'm just telling the truth i don't have i don't need to make up what has already happened and i don't carry that shame either mm-hmm that's such a good way of putting it. Yeah. Cause I think it's, uh, it's very easy sometimes to look at our past and think about where we were at and how we were living and see all of the ways that we were hurt and think of ourselves as victims. And there's so much more that was going on and so many dreams and, and other things happening that we don't necessarily recognize when we think of our stories and our past. So I'm, I'm glad you, you touched on that. Yeah. So it's, these are like very interesting questions. They're making me think in a, in a different way today. It's, it's a very refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I I'm trying, you know, <laughs> 
I kind of actually along those lines too, I am curious, like you're saying, you know, creative liberties and thinking about how you tell your story and like the language that you get to. And as young people, I think, especially like childhood, early teens, you don't have that language for a lot of the things that you experience and are going through and you don't end up having it till much later in adulthood. And you're like, oh, well, where was this word when (laughs) I was 10? Um, And I'm curious, yeah, your journey to being able to generate language or learn language or who you gained it from to be able to talk about your story and kind of get to where you are now. Yeah, I feel like gaining that language is part of that healing process. Um, And it's just something that I discussed with my therapist was, you know, I'm and it's something that I think I think that she was really focusing on with me is to define the language. Um, and so that we can, you know, be able to express ourselves a lot more clearly and a lot more efficiently. I think also, uh, even before that, I had started to develop an understanding for how language is important, just in general. Um, a, a former partner um, is from another country, and English was not the first language that they spoke. So in during my time with them, I really, they really helped me understand the value of how we say things and not and how we say things and what we say specifically. Like, and I feel, I realize that, you know, I use a lot of things based on like global context or, you know, just like this general understanding of when people just use the English language with, uh, with me. So, yeah. So, and to reach, you know, use that same sort of thinking and, when it came to like an emotional health and like mental health, it's mind blowing. And I feel like it's also like, it's, I I would venture to say it's just like a gateway to deeper healing. Like, you know, I think about a lot of men about like men's health and uh, men's mental health and how they're not taught emotional language. And it's why they, you know, prone to um, what it seems like minimizing a lot of different things or broadening them and or just using like very basic language to describe like what they would consider to be a deeper feeling. Um, so yeah, it's like that's part of like when we have these conversations about mental health, like we need to really just focus on language and uh, give people, you know, the, 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 those types of modes to, you know, express themselves. Yeah. Absolutely. And it got me thinking too, even like this conversation that we're having, somebody's going to listen to it and maybe pull language from what, what we're generating. And like, you know, you get it from everywhere and you can gain it as much as you give it. And it's all so connected and it's so important too. And I think also important when you mess up because (laughs) you inevitably do and you say the wrong thing. And I think, you know, for the most part, we can tell when where people's hearts are and where their intentions are. But even then, you know, you say the wrong thing and you say something that you didn't mean. And, you know, having other people in community or a therapist, like you're saying, to be able to help you generate, like, what is a good way to word this or what is a good way to think about it? And give something language like it really is an act um that is so so helpful so yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> Amazing. Well, I would love to pivot just a little bit and give you a chance to share a little bit about what you are working on now, how that connects to your story, um, all of the things. I know, yeah, you're up to a lot. So share it all with us. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm still I'm working on my agency, Novius Creative Studios. Um, we have had the honor of having, you know, several incredible content creators that we represent. And it's been really great to see that kind of flourish and see the impact that, you know, the partnership that we have together, how beneficial it is for the creators. And um, yeah, I've been working on a few like brand partnerships. Um, I I just signed with Pattern, the, the hair care company, and it's like, like literally one of the one of the brands that has actually changed the way I see my hair and the way I appreciate, you know, my hair texture. So like to be now be able to be working with them and like to, you know, have them look at me and be like, hey, there's value in like like we see a lot of value in his content. It's just like really moving. So I'm very excited for that. Overall, like that's I've been pretty focused on that and just making sure that I am resting and making sure that I'm, you know, you know, keeping, keeping up with, you know, using my platform to talk about these things and to, you know, support other people. Um, Cause the world keeps getting scarier and I feel like we need, like, I try and make it my mission to, you know, at least be a positive light and show like some sort of respite in in amidst all of these different things, you know, show people that they can have, they can live a luxurious life and they can work hard and they don't have to sacrifice their well-being to be successful. Um, but yeah, that's kind of just broadening. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just floating around. I'm just saying yes to the things that I like, that I like, that I want and saying no to the ones that aren't beneficial. And it's, <laughs> it's hey. led to some really great things. I can't complain. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, that's the way to go, honestly. And oh, that's amazing. Congrats on the, the partnership with, uh, with everything. That's, that's, uh, that's so exciting. And I'm so glad that that's, yeah, fulfilling. And you're, you have those healthy boundaries too, of like, what's, you know, what's aligned and what's not. And that's so important, especially when it connects to something that you're passionate about and right. your lived experiences. And I am very curious, yeah, if you could share with anyone listening kind of what is, I guess, the kind of driving passion through everything and what's something maybe that you wish people knew um, or that you would like to share, yeah, about what it is that you do and work on. Um, hmm. I would say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm driven by it, several things, but like now I'm like, being put on the spot i'm like well wow <laughs> how do i verbalize this and i'm like oh wait who, who am i um no i i deeply feel that people are valuable um simply by evidence of them existing um and i part of my healing journey has been um understanding what my worth is and understanding the value that I bring, not being afraid to 
to ask for for things you know I in the context of like my work like you know I understand that I am a valuable person and that my creativity has value um, and so when a brand asks me for my access to my creativity and access to my platform my in my world you know I I make sure that I try to fight for the things that I feel like I deserve and and I'm not even just like pulling numbers out of out of thin air these are just things as I've just had conversations with people like honest conversations and being vulnerable with other creators and deepening that, my connection to that community like I understand what's what's out there so and I'm not afraid to and it's and and I'm not afraid to to ask for it and I'm also like not going to do it in like a malicious way like for me it's you know it's all it's all business but anyway I believe people are valuable um and I believe that they are you know, intrinsic, and we are meant to, we're be meant to heal in order to connect. So I think that's kind of partly how I want to present myself to the world, I guess, is as someone who, who believes that and, you know, in everything that I do that I try my best to understand that I'm dealing with a person um, at the end of the day, no matter what's going on and that I'm respecting them as people first and foremost, because that's what I want. Um, I think, uh, I also, I think specifically, I, uh, what I do a lot in my content is that I want to, I want to show people, especially people who look like me, black and brown people, um, that, they can access like a luxurious lifestyle um, and they can rest and then it's okay for them to rest. Um, that like rest isn't being lazy and like having your, you know, mental health together isn't, you know, being soft. It's not, you know, it's okay to be soft. In fact, <laughs> like I fully embrace like a soft life. Like, like why, why would you want to live a life that is difficult? Like, why would you want to prolong suffering? Like, and I'm not even talking about in the context of like things that happen, you know, externally, that's very different. But, like, why would you cause yourself internal turmoil when you don't need to, when all it takes is you asking or you know, asking for help or asking for more money or, you know, changing a job? Like, you don't owe people anything in, the, in, those, in those jobs. Like, just ask for what you want. Like... I just, I, I hope that people understand that and that, you know, as I move through this world um, and during the tenure of my life on this earth, like that I'm reminding people of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. Well, you just reminded me for sure. <laughs> Good. And now you remind somebody else. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> no, it's so crucial. And like, I love what you said about rest and like it really is critical because it allows you that space to heal like first first setting the boundary of being like okay I need time to rest and time to just like process things however that looks for you and that is really what allows us to heal and then what allows us to actually be in conversation with other people um especially like especially especially those difficult conversations and you know ones that 
you need more mental emotional capacity for and to walk into and if you're not well and you're not taking care of yourself you can't do that and then that you know doesn't benefit anybody yourself included so 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 important but you're right it tends to get seen as like oh well you know good for you you have time to go and you know have a nap or whatever and it's like no that should be a priority for everybody every day <laughs> exactly because i'm like yeah. it it doesn't make sense and it's and what's it's what what's interesting is like it almost like plays like, and i feel like this is why americans have such a hard time with it is you know we're going just saying go 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 and i'm like but if you don't have the energy to do all of those things like you're not going to do them well and like it's actually more beneficial you will actually achieve way more things if you just like sit your ass down and go to sleep like or rest or like put your phone down like close your laptop like turn work off for like a few hours a day like you know do it for a whole day <laughs> like it's okay unless you were actually curing cancer like we're, there's no rush to really <laughs> like what are we rushing off to it doesn't take a lot to rest and it doesn't take a lot to just give yourself a break for like a second so that you can have the energy to like do all you want <laughs> oh man it's yeah but you're just so right it's so important and to prioritize it and i yeah a good really good segue into kind of the next thing i wanted to ask you which is in all of this like how beautifully you embody like setting those boundaries and and prioritizing rest and wellness and healing what do you think your biggest supporters um in your life would say and how do you think they would celebrate you and everything that you've done and where you are today oh goodness um <laughs> it's a hard question it's it's inter it's interesting because i'm like i know how i would want them to celebrate it and but i feel like oh god that's such like a hard question because it's like i'm like celebrate it however you see fit because like because I think in, in my head, I'm like, I, I don't know, it's still hard to kind of sit in that. And I'm learning to sit in the excitement of, you know, getting a new job or, you know, you know, getting a puppy or, you know, getting an apartment, you know, these sorts of like milestones and like getting new projects and things like that. Sometimes it's hard for me to like sit in it and you know, like take it in and be like, you can be excited about this. Like <laughs> you can be excited about it. But I don't know. Like I feel like people by being there and listening to me and like responding and having conversations with me and like taking the things that I do seriously. Like I feel like that is really all the things that I need. Like I just, I just want, I just want to connect with other people and I want people to connect with up to their, their circles. And I want people to have, more deeper understandings of who they are and appreciating themselves and so that they can like appreciate their lives and appreciate the people in their lives. Like, like I've truly had, have had such like an incredible like epiphany and like, I see the, I see life so richly now, now that I've just like been able to like internalize that, all of that, like 
being being able to like rest and things like that. Sorry, I just like realized that I was getting off tangent and <laughs> I was getting on a tangent. I was like, oh wait, wait, I have to get back to the question. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I truly don't know. I <laughs> I'm gonna hurt myself trying to put myself in that in their heads to to see myself in that way. <laughs> all good (laughs) no worries i feel like it's a good it's a good sign that like it's noticeable you have that community and you have those people and and that is so important um you know whether or not we can put ourselves in their shoes and generate what we think they would say it's it's enough to know that they're there and Mm -hmm. in whatever way it looks different for everybody people show up as supportive and kind and genuine and all of those things very differently. So I definitely see like in your smile and everything that, you know, they're there. So that's good. Yeah. They're there. They're supportive and I'm allowing them to support me now, which is Mm. the biggest. That's crucial. Oh, that's, oh, that's so important. Cause I, I can't even tell you how many times I've, been in situations where yeah somebody's offered the support and like how hard it is to take it and say like because you can it's very easy to say thank you and you know somebody reaches out and says you know I'm here if you need me and then you're like oh yeah thanks but then you know never actually accepting that support so really important what you said so Mm -hmm. yep (laughs) I have to remind myself this all the time and it's something that I've had to figure out in my relationship and like understanding like oh I have a partner and like he's here to to help me he's he doesn't it's not an obligation to him like he wants to uh just as and also like I would give him all of the support like why wouldn't I accept the same support for like from someone else and I don't know for me it was like I was afraid of like owing people things like I didn't want this favor to be like lorded over me because that's kind of how things were um so like that that was my reason and it's a lot of people's reasons but like it's okay like sometimes just take things for uh, take the support and or if like you want clarity on like okay well do you want something back because i i don't then we can have a conversation about like what you're able to do and like is and to get more clarity on what this favor actually is but like you know people want to support you like you said like oh like call me if you need support or whatever like yeah definitely take it like when my mom passed away like I had a lot of people that said that and when I actually did take take them up on their offer I was incredibly surprised at who showed up and like who like continues to show up when I need them like it's like when you give people a chance like they will surprise you it's it's kind of true i hate that it's true but it's true (laughs) it really is yeah yeah amazing i'm gonna i'm just like everything you're saying i'm like i need to just like write this on my forehead so that every time i go look in the mirror i'm like (laughs) oh i know you're right Amazing. Well, I only really just wanted to ask one kind of final thing, which is, you know, if there's anything or any message or kind of key 
note or takeaway that you want to leave with with everyone listening our audience is primarily youth and kind of young people so yeah anything that you want to leave everybody with i i what comes to mind right now is to to know that you don't ever have to justify your worth like you existing makes you worthy like and you know feeling safe is not a privilege it's a right um and hydrate always hydrate like i feel like that's very important yeah there we go <laughs> it's not coffee that's not <laughs> i tried so hard <laughs> very proud of you <laughs> I totally just ruined your ending moment, too. Oh, no, it's not ruined. This is great. I love this. <laughs> oh, man. Can't tell I'm a bit of a mess, but it's all good. Oh, gosh. It's okay. We're all a little bit of a mess. It's okay. Ugh. It's just today. It's just today. It's just today. Tomorrow can be better. Tomorrow there can be a better coffee to water ratio. Truly. It really can. And then it, the next day could be completely different. Kind of wild. <laughs> when you start to think about it, you're like, huh. Okay, let's just let's just keep it moving. <laughs> Podcast shifts into existential like Oh no. <laughs> oh <Amazing>. my god. <laughs> well, I think that is a great way to wrap things up. Hydrate everybody, please, and take care of yourself. And oh, I love what you said. Like safety is not a privilege it is a right and that is just mm, that could be like the subtitle for your sixth word story <laughs> yeah i mean i'm, so I'm important. really learning that especially like just with pride month i've it's been yeah. like something that's really in my head lately so I'm like mm -hmm. remind people yeah well there's lots of people to remind that's for sure mm -hmm. <laughs> oh gosh well thank you so much Thank you. Uh, I have so enjoyed this and I am really tired, but like this just lifted my energy and I appreciate you. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you as well. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Braving the Waves and Bridging the Gap podcast. You can find much more information about this week's storyteller, resources, and related links in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share, leave a review, and follow us on socials. And lastly, don't ever forget that you are unsinkable. Just being here, listening, helps you swim and keep your boat afloat. Thanks, everyone.